Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Story time with Bradley on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and our boyfriend, Zach Efron. Oh, you guys. And feel free to call in with your own random celebrity sightings. I'm going to tell you about one that involves our hot throb. Our hot throb? What do we call him? A heart throb? Sure. I think hot throb sounds fun. Yeah, hot throb works too. Mm. Okay. He's hot and I'm... Th- oh, okay. you know what? Let's not, <laughs> let's not tiptoe close to that edge anymore. Tiptoe. I want to tell you about this totally D-baggy but hilarious encounter, quote-unquote, that an Australian, quote-unquote, shop assistant had with our good friend and hot throb, Zac Efron, and his entourage, because you will both be jealous... But also roll your eyes. Can't wait. Also, pay special attention to the SpawnCon experience. Okay. See if you can identify it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, feel free to join in with your random celebrity sightings if you wish, especially if it was Zach Efron. But I digress. Sydney Stan recounts Zach Efron visiting her work. That just. By the means- way, Sydney Stan sounds like the fakest name ever. My apologies to Sydney Stans of the world. But doesn't that sound what? What? Rethink that one. Sydney Stan. Sydney Stan. What do the kids call a fan? A Stan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sydney Stan isn't the name of the person. <laughs> That's why I thought a it's- fan from Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I, at first, I was like, I don't know. I think maybe you're being a intentionally hilarious no, and i'm not she's, sure she's just dumb <laughs> no sydney stan not did you think that was yes! <laughs> i thought that was the name of the person hi my name's sydney sydney stan i'm from australia sydney See, in fact sounded fake yeah no sydney <laughs> this is just the headline sydney stan recounts zach efron visiting her work taking his shirt off and buying vegan condoms oh okay i'm here Okay. Vegan condoms. Here. She's here, here for the for vegan the whole, condoms. I'm here for the whole story. The only meat back. in these condoms is your own. That's the tagline. Okay. Oh. I mean, come on. That was brilliant. Okay. Tell me more what Sydney Stan had to say. Okay. 
We didn't rehearse any of this. No, I swear to God. Oh, dear. Um, okay, so there is this story in something called pedestrian.tv. I don't even know what that is. It's one of my favorite websites. Um, but apparently, allegedly, supposedly, someone who works at one of the locations Zach filmed. So I think this was all just part of him filming the second season of his Down to Earth, Down on to the Earth Netflix. series. On right? the Netflix um, and have that. a person that worked at one of those locations recounted how Zach arrived the first day in a motorcade. So, like he's a president, literally. Well, you know, I mean, he kind of acts <sighs> like. I mean, he's a big deal. Well, in Australia. okay, I will and, say, like, if if he's on a production, yeah. there would be a yeah. a lot of cars. Yeah. Well, he would at least have a car, right? And maybe, like, the crew would be in an... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, if they're traveling in a pack like that. So, they arrive in a motorcade the first day. He's with, of course, who? Dylan. His brother. His brother mm-hmm. and Vanessa Valadares. Oh! Now, oh. this is this happened a while ago, okay, obviously, so because back this when was they were before together. they were rumored to have uh, parted ways, right? But at the time, she was allegedly, supposedly... Traveling with him while he did his show. Yeah, but allegedly his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, and but, allegedly his girlfriend. Is quote... I think you wanted me to say. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you're supposed to read my mind. I try. Quote, the first time he came in, he arrived with a with literally a motorcade. It was so intense. <laughs> Ugh. He was decked out head to toe in this army green aloe yoga. Is oh. it aloe? Aloe? Holly, anyone? Yeah. Aloe yoga shirt and top. Yeah. Cha-ching. Yoga shirt and top. <laughs> Which was so bad. What? Is that bad that meaning good. good? I think that okay. means good. Oh, goodness. Also, <laughs> his brother was part of the crew, and he was pretty dreamy. Like a younger, taller version of Zach. Okay. Well, they're brothers, so... She continued, Vanessa was there. But, okay, so again, please just feel this. Feel these words. Uh-huh. Tell me about this person you think is speaking. Uh-huh. Also, his brother was part of the crew, and he was pretty dreamy, like a younger, taller version of Zach. Vanessa was there, but sort of kept her distance while she was filming. But when he was like, I'm hungry, the staff brought him food. She went over okay. to him and was massaging like his shoulders, which was a bit yuck. But thinking back, she was just being a nice, supportive girlfriend. She said hi to us <laughs> and was really nice, but seemed quite timid. Okay. It was just so literally weird to see him at my workplace. He didn't talk to us much. When he did, he was like, thank you. Pretty standard. Okay, is she 12? I know, right? Like, it's also, <laughs> but it also doesn't it sound vaguely like Zach Efron or Dylan yeah, is recounting is, these details. It's channeling a 12 it's year just, old. It's so, you know, um, here we go. For some reason, this is where it gets real juicy. Well, I can't For wait. some reason, he decided he needed to change his shirt. Now, remember, he is filming his show mm-hmm. for Netflix. Of course, his shirt is going to come off at some time. Can I get a soundtrack yeah. for this, Holly? I'm going to thank you. For some reason, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was just too sexy. He decided he needed to change his shirt and didn't have a spare one. Oh, no. What will he do? So his brother goes, you can have mine. What? And then took his shirt off. Okay, this is the plot of a movie. They both took their shirts off in our staff kitchen. Oh my god! Both ripped AF. Jaws were dropped. 
And then they go on to say my favorite thing. Okay, they also seemed to have a sponsorship with Nature Valley Granola Bars and somehow tried to incorporate this into the show. She said Zac Efron was, quote, also obsessed with these goalie gummies, apple cider vinegar gummies. Oh, stop. And stopped up on those. Stop. He also bought Johnny condoms, which was very... You know. Oh, we're not going to finish that. He also bought some natural deodorant and insisted on paying for everything with his Visa card, which I'm pretty sure was sponsored as well. <laughs> oh, I just love this because I feel like it's literally a, a gopher from the crew who's like calling in all the details because they got the product placement, Nature Valley, I Golden mean. Gummies. I mean, if you let me just ask if you, Colleen Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working in the shop and Zach Efron came in and all of the things that I just recounted to you happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you in turn decide you're going to recount them to a tabloid or some right. such thing. Are you, um, busting out nature Valley oh, no, granola no, no, bars no, no. and bully no. gummies, no. apple cider vinegar gummies? No, I wouldn't get that specific, but I might be like, yeah, there was some serious spawn con. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Also back let's to go back shirtless. to shirtless. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, yes. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't want to hear about your dumb granola like, bars. Had he shaved that day? Mm-hmm. Was uh, what did he smell like? That is my always my question. Did he have normal nipples? Right. Oh, well, like, we've question. seen how those. many actual abs were there. Right. Was he manscaped to mm-hmm. accentuate those abs? Yes. Or did he apply some sort of you know? Contouring mm-hmm. to the abs. Yeah. I mean, give me some real details. Give me something I can do something Nature Valley granola. I'm going to watch the show. I'll see the spawn con. You don't have to reiterate that for me. <sighs> oh, also, when he left, they were blasting HSM. High school musical. Oh. Who was? He was? No. That's a lie. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is all a lie now. <laughs> Yeah, I told you. That's where you broke it all apart for me, Sydney Stan. I told you it was both deep baggy, hilarious. Oh my gosh, and sexy. I just I have this vision now of them all getting back in the motorcade, okay, (laughs) and then pumping up the music and everybody being like, "We're all in this together." Popping our apple cider gummies (laughs) and my vegan condoms. Like he's making water balloons out of the vegan condoms. Yes, and it's like a party. And they're just like... And they just ride off with the dust. (laughs) It's like raining Nature Valley everywhere. He's throwing out samples. And it's in slow motion. It's just really... As his hair flows in the wind. Okay, now now I'm in. (sighs) Okay, when we return, thank you for that journey. You're welcome. Um, We needed that rest. Can't wait for the next season of uh, his show. What's it called again? Down to earth, Down you're to the earth. one that told me that. Okay, well, you know, yeah, sometimes <laughs> I forget. I got I got stuck in shirtless Zach. Yeah, when well. we come back, I want to talk about Farrah Abraham. Okay, I know you're like, oh, the oh, Lord gosh. giveth and the Lord taketh away. But I know you're thinking like, oh, she's going to tear Farrah Abraham apart again. I'm not actually. I'm going to oh. tear the internet apart when okay. we come back after this on my talk 1071. Okay, so Farrah Abraham has uh, caught the ire of the internet once again. She's really good at that. Uh, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So, you know, Farrah Abraham has a daughter named Sophia. Farrah Abraham, you know, many people know her from Teen Mom, from 16 and Pregnant, from her very, very um, well received porn 
backdoor teen mom. Uh, anyway, she's got a now, I think, 12. I think her daughter's 12. 12 year old daughter. And she shares photographs and videos of her and her daughter doing things that most people and their daughter don't do, you know, like peeing on pregnancy tests, etc. And she throws sex toys at her yeah. daughter. And then the internet rightly, you know, is outraged by it because that's outrageous. But I'm actually going to take the internet to task for this one. What? what? I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with Farrah's parenting, as far as I'm concerned. Farrah Abraham. Her parenting, if you will. Oh, oh, oh don't that, give her ideas. Seriously, that's going to be her next book, Bradley. Well done. Farrant. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, she shared a video of her daughter, Sophia, who's 12, with a handful of those very popular very sharp fake nails mm. and the internet went bonkers okay well i She's mean too young for nails your mom is making you grow up way too fast slow down be a kid be a kid and somebody else said those nails are made for an adult not a child i can't and another one said nails are just too much let her be natural and here's the thing i will jump on board with yelling at farah for throwing schmildos at her daughter mm-hmm. and having her daughter pee on pregnancy tests, you know, just for fun. it's fun. But I don't, but the fake nails, that's like a very natural, normal thing for a 12-year-old to be, like, who doesn't buy, like, Lee Press on nails yeah. at that age? And I mean, also, who cares? It doesn't matter. Nobody's business. It says yeah. nothing about her. Yeah. So for once, I just wanted to prove that we don't just judge everything Farrah does. And, you know, it's fine. I mean, I'm fine with it. Um, we do have so many other things to judge her for. Oh, and so many other things that we made a whole podcast episode. It's about true. Her. And we just recorded it yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, time passes. I was like, I'm confused as to the time space time continuum of our podcast. Go deep in the shallow, which by the way, not fair Abraham, but a new episode. Octo mom mm-hmm. just dropped today. Yes. Uh, so for those of you who maybe haven't gotten uh, hip to our podcast, go deep in the shallow. Yes, it is different from the show. It is not segments of our show. It is a full uh, podcast. Uh, and this season, we're doing something kind of fun. We're taking a deep dive into a gal by the name of Gina Rodriguez. Bradley, would you like to give the elevator speech on Gina Rodriguez? So Gina Rodriguez is the mastermind manipulator guru, whatever you want to call her, behind such D-list celebrity stars as Octomom, Tan Mom, Mama June, Sydney Leathers, Stormy Daniels, Black China, Michael Lohan, Dina Lohan, Tan Mom, Tan Mom. Tan Farrah Abraham. Farrah Abraham and more. That's so Al. she's the woman who extends these individuals 15 seconds, or as we like to say in the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. 
You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Nanoseconds of fame to, uh, you know, as far as she can get them, honestly. She takes them as far as they'll go with her. As they'll allow. Um, and she has like a signature move, theories of moves. In fact, we, we've coined it the Gino Rodriguez formula. It's true. I mean, we didn't coin it that, but um, so that's that's the very special episode theme yep. of so our in, second season. So in the first episode, we take you uh, into who is Gina Rodriguez, what we know about her, and we walk you through what the formula is or what kinds of things you will see that are hallmarks of Gina Rodriguez. Very often, you and I will see a D-list celebrity doing something and we'll go, oh, that smells like Gina Rodriguez. And yeah. then we'll do the we'll do the kind of backfill and we'll find out, yes, indeed, that person is repped by Gina Rodriguez. And she very much plays in the background, except for one uh, very specific individual, uh, her relationship with one Mama June, which we'll be recording that episode next week, which will come out the following week or mm-hmm. two weeks or whatever. Anyway, just stay tuned because when we get to the Mama June episode, that's where Gina Rodriguez really sort of like becomes a character in specifically her reality show. But um, yeah, for the most part, you don't know. She's kind of this like in the shadows figure. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting about it is because you can play the home game is once you know what that formula is, you will start to spot it when you see somebody who shows up as a viral celebrity who then suddenly has, uh, you know, maybe uh, a product line that they're trying to push. Like the ocean spray. Uh, I was gonna say, border. like if you got, if you remember the guy, uh, the ocean spray cranberry juice mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to get his name because I feel like he should be known as. He his does name. have a name, and I can't remember it is uh, um, what it is off. The but top of my head. he represent is represented by none other than. Gina Rodriguez. His mm-hmm. name is Nathan Apodaca. Yep. And so when you see something come forward about him, you can do the backfill and go, oh, he must be repped by her. So what we do in the first episode is introduce you to Gina Rodriguez. And then each episode thereafter, we're taking a deep dive into one of her clients so that you can see how the formula was applied to that client. And Farrah Abraham, uh, she'll be next week's, but uh, the fresh one this week is Tan Mom. Nope. Octomom. Octomom. So you'll want to listen to that. You can get that wherever you get your podcast, and you can get it on the My Talk app, where you might be listening to us right now. When we come back, <laughs> celebrities behaving badly, we call them. G-bags. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, this dumb story that's not actually a story about Hilaria Baldwin. Okay. I mean, it's a story about Hilaria Baldwin, but to me, it's not a story. Because I think there's a lot of of other things going on. Now, listeners, like most things, it's not as easy as it seems. So, but that's the point. Right. They try to get you to think something is something, and then you start thinking about it. You're like, wait, that's not what you... That's not the thing you said it was going to be. Here's the headline, and I saw various... Uh, versions of this. Hilaria Baldwin just responded to claims she's not her baby's real mother because of their different, quote, skin tones. 
Okay. Now, before we go any further, uh, and I'm asking you to do something on the fly, Halle. Mm, okay. Can we go back to a blind item that we read at the beginning of the show today? Oh, sure. Blinded by the item. This one? She lied about everything else so the B-plus list celebrity only famous because of her actor husband wouldn't have a problem lying about whether she used a surrogate. So that implies... Some stuff about Hilaria Baldwin. Well, it? yeah. First of all, it applies that she's a big liar that tells lies. Yeah. Now, the story itself says, uh, shut it down. Hilaria Baldwin's response to rumors her kids were adopted or not biologically her own shows that nothing comes between her and her children. So this is like, a, a, I would say, a pretty standard treatment of what is called in the business a clap back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um do you want to describe the nature of the clap the back? The clap back is when a celebrity uh, has had it up to here with people's rumors and innuendo, Why? and they take to their social media to tell you what's what. Why yeah. I oughta? And yeah. then you see that the media shows up and reports on it, and mm-hmm. there are certain things that will, like the media will grab onto because it's hot at the moment, the topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. So clapping back, a celebrity clapping back against the haters who are hating on something that you shouldn't be hating on mm-hmm. is uh, something that the media will pick up on. It sure right? is. Because mm-hmm. it is an art how form. gross is it that somebody would actually call out Hilaria Baldwin as not the mother of her children because they have a different skin tone? Correct. But that's just this cursory reaction and that's just like if you're flipping through the pages of a non-existent magazine probably more like scrolling through uh, the internet Mm -hmm. and you saw a story like this in a headline you're like oh that's gross I'm so glad she clapped back yeah and then you'd move on with your life and you wouldn't actually read the report but remember who we're talking about yeah we're talking about Hilaria Hilaria Baldwin is doing what right now I know I'm throwing a lot of questions at you that you were not prepared for Uh, Hilaria Baldwin is like she's fresh off of the oh her whole uh heritage uh scandal scandal right. where she wanted where somebody because we were all bored during a pandemic quarantine uh, did the actual footwork <laughs> Thank you. and provided the receipts that Hilaria Baldwin is not actually what was the nationality she claims to Spanish. be Spanish Spanish um how do you say that in english right because say? they shared a video of her on the Today Show on a cooking segment where she could not come up with the English word How for cucumber. How do you say in English cucumber? And then I think the host says cucumber. Cucumber, which mm-hmm. is the word that she was about to say. Because she was actually uh, born named Hillary in the great state of Massachusetts in an area called Boston. A native English speaker. Yes. And with her parents family... Who love- Spain. Her family had a vacation home in Mallorca. Yeah. Yeah. That. Thank you. So she's fresh uh, off of a scandal mm-hmm. and trying to rehabilitate her image mm-hmm. and curating headlines to that effect as a media celebrity or media type individual um, that put her in a good light. Absolutely. So clapping back against haters is a great strategy. Yes, because, because you're it makes it some... look like you've got so many haters and you're just going to like take the moral high road. So in a post on her Instagram story on Wednesday, she, quote, shut down claims that he's not, that is Alec, her husband, is not her child's biological... Wait, what? No, that's that's an incorrect pronoun. Okay. They said she's not her children's biological mother because of their, quote, lighter skin. And she says, I know, I know, sleuths. My skin is darker and my kids is lighter. Yes, they are mine. Trying to keep up with all these ideas. 
And then Alec Baldwin has come out mm. um, and said things like, because people have done this before, I guess, saying that the, their most recent uh, child was born via surrogate. Um, well, this is because there's there's uh, only a five month gap yeah, between two of their children and, and people have questions about that, which because math, right? Like it's natural to have questions about it. Do you get to ask them and get satisfied by the answers? Not always. Yeah. But uh, but people have questions and it seems like they're angry that people have questions. But I also think it's one of those things where, like, if everybody's yelling at you because you've been kind of a D-bag and specifically Alex's response to the public's response to Hilaria's mm-hmm. lies about her ethnic heritage mm-hmm. presents him with the opportunity of now he can yell at somebody for good and not evil. Right. Because he can yell at, quote, trolls, who, by the way, trolls are always there if you're on uh, social media, mm-hmm. whether you're a celebrity oh, yeah. or not, doesn't matter what echelon. More so when you're a celebrity, certainly, or at least you're the pool is bigger for you to choose from. So my whole point is, this is just an exercise in them sort of taking the moral high ground on social media to garner clicks and headlines. And sure, they're entitled to speak to whomever they want, right? But don't you think that they're probably getting troll troll trolls all over the place twenty four seven? Oh, for sure. And the people they choose to respond to, I think, seem very specific. Mm -hmm. I also think it's interesting, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds in this, but because I haven't really thought about it that much. But she is responding to a troll who says her skin color is darker than her child. No, so that's what I thought. That's actually the part that I immediately find interesting because it, it almost is meant to... Because, again... People will say all kinds of things, yeah. but they make yeah. a choice to respond to one thing. Yeah. And the one thing that they are going to respond to is something that is supposed to highlight her adopted ethnicity. Which is which weird is, because it's not. But again, we are not dealing with rational people. Exactly. Exactly. Let us not forget. And so um, in response to one of the trolls, Alex said, shut the bleep up. Mind your own business. Okay. He also went on to call the user not very smart. I just think we wow. are actually pretty smart, Alec. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just said smart, Alec. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ah, cute. And I, I see what you guys are doing. And I get it. Because as a celebrity, you need to change the narrative. But 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 can I just pull the curtain back for everybody mm-hmm. in the entire... Like, this is why you listen to the Colleen and Bradley show. Because we're going to guide you. The narrative is actually exactly the same. Yeah. Because the root of the narrative is they are victims. Yeah. Of the bad, dumb, evil public who doesn't understand who them. just said the obvious. Exactly. Who said you're not from Spain. Right. It's not your heritage. Right. She went on to say that she was culturally fluid. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And then portrayed herself as being the victim of people unfairly calling her out yeah when all most people were doing was saying you shouldn't adopt someone else's culture without acknowledging that that's what you're doing and Mm -hmm. then not doing that so so Mm -hmm. you know okay i know that was like a Mm -hmm. a long it was a journey journey down the pier but i thought it was valuable no i'm really glad we actually went on that journey (laughs) i felt some value in that as well Mm -hmm. do you want to know who my uh of course i do that's the city of minneapolis frankly (sighs) 
All, Whoa. The people of the All city. of Minneapolis Listen, is your D-bag? This is tongue-in-cheek. I'm tongue-in-cheek here. Hundreds of thousands of D-bags. I am tongue-in-cheek here, but you guys... Is it because of potholes or construction? No, it is because my TV sister was in town and nobody told us. Wait a minute. Your TV sister? What does that mean? What's my maiden name? Brady. And what's my favorite show? The Brady Bunch. Uh, Turkish rom-com. Okay, for mm-hmm. now, but listen, at the, in my, my heart. My 600-pound life. Also that, but in my heart, it's the Brady Bunch. Oh, the Brady Bunch, uh-huh. sure. Oh, so there was was there a Brady yes. in town? Maureen McCormick, a.k.a. Marsha, 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 oh! was not only in town, but she was in South Mini- t- Southwest Minneapolis. She was antiquing at Hunt and Gather yesterday. Oh, sorry, Monday. Okay. Okay, it's Thursday. Did she leave? Where is she? Can somebody tell us? Well, is, Maureen, has Ma- there been any other Maureen McCormick sightings? To be fair, she has been on our show. No, she's not. Oh, who am I thinking of? So we have a collection. And, um, well, no. Are you sure? I'm positive. Who, who was on? We've had Greg Brady on. Yes. Yeah. We've had Peter Brady on. Are you sure mm-hmm. we didn't have Maureen McCormick? I'm positive. Are you we thinking may of the facts had... of life person? Oh yes, uh-huh. Blair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've Lisa not Welchel. had yes, but we have not had. We only have two oh, in our collection. No. no, but she's been on our show. Maureen I swear, Maureen McCormick has been a guest on our show, not physically, but we have promoted something for. Have we not? Are you sure? I'm positive because I know my collection, Bradley. I ask you this, and I know that this is mean to do, but because so many of them are not with us. I asked. We wanted her on. No, 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 no. This is mean to do because your show. So many of your people are not with us any longer. Golden Girls. Yes, but if we had any of them on, you'd remember which ones we had on. Right. So again. I'm just saying my collection does unfortunately not include Maureen McCormick. Um, But she did one time tweet me, Mm. which is not the same. Maybe that's what I was thinking. That might be it. But if you saw Maureen McCormick and you did not stop her and say to her, Marsha, I know that's not your name, but there is somebody in Twin Cities Media who loves you dearly and you can call her. Here's her number. Why, 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 why didn't she call us? And if she's still here, Maureen. So basically, you're you're shaming people for... Kind of. She was at the Galleria. She was was at... I don't know. Oh, two weeks ago she was here. Is she living here now? Maureen, what are you doing? Give us a call. Um, It looks like... Oh, she has family here. In 2017, she visited You Betcha Antiques in Tower, Minnesota. She has family here. So now you need to get the inside tip well, from gosh, all the local guys, antique I've got shops. Some work to Two do weeks now. ago, she hung out at a mall that looks like the Galleria. That's, the, oh, okay. that's what I said. She was at the Galleria two weeks ago. All right. Marine. Marine, honey. Okay, well, I'm going to tweet her and see what happens. All right, okay. when we come back on the Colleen well, and glad, Bradley show. I'm glad we could... You know, I'm sure solve your hatred for Minneapolis. By the way, technically that was Edina's problem. Yeah, not Minneapolis. Uh, but no, hunting gather is Minneapolis. That's Southwest Minneapolis. So <sighs> just particularly that pocket, I'm a little irate with right now. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, I've got another D bag. Oof, oof. We're going to talk about a D bag double down after this on my talk 107.1.
Okay. Okay. It's going to be hot. Thank you, Holly. It's a hot one out there. Uh, This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And we uh, had some extra D bags lying around and we wanted to uh, put them right here. We do a little D bag double down. Double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Gail King. Gail King? What? What did she America's do to you? America's sweetheart? What did Oprah's she do? Oprah's bestie? What? What do you mean? We love Gail. Uh, What's going on? So, I don't know if you heard that uh, Jeff Bezos wrote an, a gigantic Schwarzengruber oh into God. space. Oh, did I, you hear? Well, nobody... Oh. Everybody... Everybody's got a hot take about Jeff Bezos in space. I mean, I don't really care about that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What I care about is how Gail King um, had to defend the billionaire. Oh, oh, so what? Yeah, Wait, what? because, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be a billionaire. Oh, it's so hard. Please think of the, the billionaires. Okay, so, well, don't worry, Holly. Don't worry. Gail King has his back. Okay. She interviewed uh, Mark Bezos. Uh, yes. Uh, she interviewed Jeff Bezos and his brother, Mark, on Tuesday, uh, just after they returned from space. Um, and you know, she was like, here's the thing, you guys, people don't really understand that you guys are trying to save the planet. You what? know, everybody's busy. I'm what? paraphrasing. Oh, um, she's like, I love how people are trying to tell him how to spend his own money, but he's really just trying to save earth. You guys, she literally said he's trying to save earth. She said, I don't think people truly understand what this means and why it's important. And that's when Jeff Bezos replied, yeah, you're right, Gail. I don't think people understand, or most people don't. And then he went on to explain how his goal with Blue Origin, the gigantic Schweenus, is to eventually move all of the polluting industries on Earth to space to allow them to continue while preserving Earth's environment. Okay, can I just say something? Yes. That's awesome. I encourage that. I think that's a great idea. But here's the problem. Mm-hmm. When you make it about you, yeah. then the conversation is about you. Mm-hmm. And people are going to focus, rightly or wrongly, on you. Because right. it's about you. Right. You didn't have to go to space. Like, look, if I were Jeff Bezos, too, I'm sure he's like, but y'all better just mind your own business. Right. I'm going to do what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Right. All of the, like, I just, I just don't, like, if you're gonna make it about you, don't be surprised that people are then gonna make it about you. Right. And so if you wanna, 
get the message out about the importance of all the things that Blue Earth is going to do, then maybe you could focus on that instead of putting yourself in space and maybe put a bunch of other people that are connected to the project of the thing. And I get that when you're Jeff Bezos, you're like, I can go to space, Mm -hmm. so I want to go to space. I mean, that would be very tempting for me if I was a pavilionaire. I'd want to be. But, you know, I think I might just go... I might wait till the next one. Yeah. And I'm going to let science people go up and do sciencey right. things because then they can talk about all the science. Or the sciencey people can go up and I'm just going to stow away and we don't have to make that the story. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's not what happened. What happened was like Jeff Bezos is going to space in a well, big shweeness. And then everybody was like, Jeff Bezos is going to space. Well, let's watch him go to space. Oh, there he is going to space. He went to space. Now he's back. Hey, how is space? And then he's like, listen, it's really not about me going to space. It's about this other thing that we haven't really yeah. talked about. So he, he didn't have to do that. Right. He did it. But, you know, for Gail King or anybody else to sort of like, like, it's it's like all the stuff. I get what she thinks she's trying to do, but she doesn't realize that most people are kind of offended. And I well, don't mean because, you know, I'm really excited about people going to space. Sure. But I, I do think it's just a bad look because it makes it about something which it's not, which is about the individual. And then people unfairly mm-hmm. say, like, instead of spending all that money on, like, science, you should do some other things. And it's like, well. I get what you think you're saying, right. but they are doing actual science and mm-hmm. stuff potentially, right? That's a possibility. But that is all going to be lost. That message is not going to be heard. Nobody's going to have time for any of that mm-hmm. because all they see is this really privileged dude um, using his own money to rocket himself to outer space. And then, and then to take it one step further, when Gail King, who in her own right is, you know, living the, the sweet life the comfy life yeah, is then now defending super not Uber. It's a terrible look, yeah. you know, to, to shame the poor people of the United States of America who have opinions about spending that kind of money on space travel for personal gain um, to shame us when you are sitting in your Calabasas mansion or wait, where does she live? Hidden Hills. Montecito. Montecito. She's I don't know. Around. She's a neighbor. Around. Well, no, she's no, it a was, neighbor. It was, in California. She's, yes. she's a she's neighbor. She's in Montecito because she's, that's allegedly, supposedly the place that, right. wasn't it? Megan and Oprah Harry did their interview with Oprah. Yes. Filmed that interview. Right. Yes. So so she she's in Montecito. Like, you know, we know. We know, Gail. You're doing fine. You are, you know, so to have her then be defending him, it's just a gross look. It's just disgusting and it's gross and I don't like feeling shamed about it. And by the way, I didn't even actually care. Um, The only reason I'm talking about it is because they made you. They made me. (laughs) Okay. I I didn't even want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it. But you you showed up and you were ugly. And then I had to tell you you were ugly. (laughs) But it is gross. Also, I just to really make your stomach turn. I mean, it's just. Yeah. 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 But just to seriously make your stomach turn. Now, I I have to find the actual figure because I don't want to. On Tuesday. Oh. I, okay, I don't have the actual. It's, it's literally like he gave, he donated a whole bunch of money to like Van Jones. Am I getting this wrong? Like a, a hundred million dollars or something. That's correct. Yeah, that is like one percent of his worth. Like it is the smallest fraction, and he's like, I did this wonderful, lovely thing, and I'm like, if I gave somebody one percent of my worth, it would be 
Yes, I think there's a lot of like polishing of other people's silverware. Um, That's just my problem with humanity. Everyone's polishing each other's silverware. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, (laughs) it is. Because or whatever the analogy is. Right, right, right. But it's also uh, how do I put this? So like. But then but then the like piling on against that, like that to me is equally unhelpful it's right. not, that is not like pointing out the obvious after about the three thousandth person that makes that right you know points right. that out it becomes less about the the importance of the actual issue and more just about like piling on jeff bezos and i am not trying to take away any piling on from jeff bezos believe you me mm-hmm. but i do think at a certain point it's like you know we all like a lot of us paid for him to go to space. Oh yeah, and you he know? thanked us. A lot of us clicked. So you're welcome, buddy. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I honestly, did my part, and I can, I can own that. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of us that made him possible, and it's also a lot of us who dropped the ball and didn't hold people like him accountable, so that mm-hmm. he maybe could have spent some of that money on mm-hmm. some other things. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pointing to go around. That's true. A lot of fingers. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, where is the best breakfast in the metro area? 651. Okay. 641-1071. Where is the best breakfast in the metro? We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.